Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget to plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And wherever you live or visit in Mississippi, you are guaranteed to find an antique shop or maybe even a flea market nearby with trinkets and treasures just waiting to be found. Southerners really do love a good flea market. And we've got joining us in the studio today, Tony and Heather Palmer, who know that all too well. They are the owners of Relics Antique Marketplace of Tupelo. Welcome, you all. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's so good to have you here, and I absolutely love your story, and it's one of up and downs. You have just celebrated four years on New Year's Day, so I don't know if it's happy birthday, happy anniversary. We always wonder that, too, when we when we uh, turn another year older here on good things, but four is a big number whenever you're thinking about a small business success, but it hasn't been smooth sailing. So I want to actually start with just going back about two years ago when you celebrated your second anniversary. Anniversary on January 1st, 2020, before March hit, what was world looking like in the relics, antique, I mean, markets, uh, place world for well, you guys? Well, we, we had just opened a second store. Things were going great, very optimistic, um, you know, had no idea our world was about to change for sure. Exactly. We'd been really busy, been really blessed with a good support from the community and Wham. Wham. COVID. COVID hit. And so that would have been March of 2020. And so from a small business perspective, and let's let's at least sort of sketch out what your small business looked like. At that time, you had two locations. So about how many square foot are we talking about in terms of property did you guys sort of manage and run? So the, the Relics is, we, we had 16,000 square feet at Relics. We had uh, had a waiting list of vendors wanting a space. So we decided to do that second store, and it had 8,000 square feet feet and we immediately filled it up and it was great um the the reality hit that we had no idea what the economy was going to do how long we were going to be closed so we just had some really tough decisions we didn't want you know the two stores to pull both of them under so it's like having to choose between your children kind of yeah it's we all have our favorite (laughs) (laughs) we could never say it out loud but push comes to shove you know little johnny don't ever do the dishes so (laughs) he's gotta go he's gotta go but no i mean i can't imagine the pain that you had to had to choose so you did choose we did and you know relics was our original you know um we felt more established already in the name and you know it was just tough um we had vendors, you know, it's, you, you, you want to give yourself a good six months in any new business anyway to see where it's going. So we had just sort of rounded our first Christmas there. Um, things were rolling good at Relics and all those, all those great vendors that had spent all that time and money and effort to come in and set up. And then it's, it's like 
they pulled the rug out from under us, you know. It just and not only tough. you guys, but also sort of for your vendors. Mm-hmm. I read I read where Tony, you guys at one point were actually taking apart your artifacts, sort of taking things down. Mm-hmm. You just felt like everything, you know, was coming to a close. Which I know so many small businesses listening to good things or just within our communities went through that same thing. But you guys kind of did have a light at the end of the tunnel. Was it kind of like a click that things sort of g- came back together, or was it a slow uphill drag? To get um, to get relics back to where where it is now, you know, once once the uh, the governor allowed businesses to reopen, it, it's like someone flipped a switch yep. in a very positive way. Absolutely, um, I think what we do is we offer retail therapy for people. It's a chance to escape your problems and everything that's going on in the world. So I think that worked to our advantage. Absolutely, it's a psychological thing. People buy things to make themselves feel better. So. Once people could actually emerge from their homes and feel comfortable because we were still able to provide a safe environment with a store that large, two levels, there's there's room to spread out. So people felt comfortable. Um, I don't know how many times I heard, oh, this is the first place I came. Like, I was so glad to get out oh, of my house. What did that feel like? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. To know that and then to watch and see that maybe your dream still had a hope one customer at a time, one week at a yep. time. When, and so I guess now, I guess we're still technically not out of the pandemic, still in it, what, right. two years almost, <laughs> almost later, but you guys are rocking and rolling. Are you back to full capacity where you were? You know, January first of twenty twenty. We're we're beyond that. We yep. we just had our best year that we've we've ever had. Yep. Um, and and it is so humbling. You know that that the community did that. We we didn't do that. Um, the community rallied around us and many other small businesses in Tupelo. Which is interesting because it's not like you guys sell you know things that are. Well, I won't say necessary. We sure. all need something, but it's not like your essential items. It's not like a grocery store. It's not even like clothing or getting ready back for school. You guys are antiques yeah. and resale sort of shop. What do you think about that really connects with people in terms of one, an escape out of their hidey hole from having to stay, um, you know, quarantined or locked up, but then also just an opportunity to, you know, explore what, what connection do you think people have with the things in your stores? I think, first of all, um, we deal with nostalgia. So even if you walk through there and you don't buy anything, you just, it's like a trip down memory lane. You know, oh, my grandma had that or my mom had that. And then you've got the folks that are like, wow, we still have that. Look at, you know, look what our stuff's worth, you know. It's, it's just, like you said, an escape, escape from all the craziness that's going on. And I've just pleasantly surprised with our community being, very concerned about shopping local, keeping things small, because it is hard. To, this Christmas was hard for people to order things and get things. And they knew, oh, hey, we can go into Relics. We'll find something even more unique, maybe even more personal. So now you guys have how many vendors? Gosh, we have 121, 126 booths, Six. a little over 100 vendors, because we do have people with multiple spaces. So, so that would that be fair to say that you guys are a small business who also supports 126 Absolutely. other yes. small businesses? Yep. So it, really, when you want to shop local, I mean, this is <laughs> the best way to do it. <laughs> this is the best way uh, sort of to do it in that respect. Okay. So when we think about the traditional flea market, is that how you guys are set up where it is sort of you walk in, you have the different booths, so it's not like you're coming just to shop 
you're shopping at relics, but right. you could buy one thing from one store, another thing from another store. So it's not like you come to one area to check out. That's exactly right. You, you know, you you're you're going to see in one booth some handmade items. You know, um, you'll see in another booth some vintage clothing. Um, there's no telling what you're going to come across at relics. And then, you know, when you're finished, you just come up to the counter and, and we keep track of everything for all the vendors. So, oh, okay. So yeah. that makes it a little so bit yeah. easier for that. So if, would the uh, your 126 vendors, would they have another outlet to sort of uh, promote their small business or have a storefront without, without relics? Um, a lot of them still participate like online. They'll do a, like a Facebook shop or Instagram. They're really great about tagging us or letting their customers know, oh, this is where you can come pick it up and, you know, sharing our posts as well. That's really helpful. But I know it's an opportunity for them to have their little bit of slice mm-hmm. of a, of a, you know, a storefront, which is so hard to sort of get. And then you get the opportunity to yep. have all the different things when you come in and shop. Do you remember the very first vendor you guys had? I know you you haven't always been in the location that you're at because I know there's there's a little bit of history to that. Well, we'll get to. But do you remember the first vendor that kind of bought into the relics vision i do um you know we we were up there we put a we put a banner up that says coming soon you know vendor space available and we were up there polying the floor and you know we were wanting to have like a really nice shine you know the building had been neglected for many years so we we had somebody just saw us up there working one night and they came in and they just were enamored with the place much like we were and he actually rented the corner back booth and and he actually works with us yep. uh, as well today. Not not at the time, but it, it evolved. And so he's he's an employee, and we get to work together, too. What did he sell? Uh, he sells old advertising signs and cool old vintage toys and just a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. And that's what you find at flea markets and antique shops. That's why you love going into them no matter where you go because you're not going to find the same thing in this, you know, in every antique shop. Well, our our uh, question today over on the Good Things Facebook group is just asking everyone uh, listening to good things what is your favorite i hate to use best or a flea market fine because i know that really uh gets people stumped when you have to think about your best but what's a what's a flea market find that maybe you um, have found or maybe a flea market flip that you or your family has done we would love to know that 601-879-4395 you can text that into the ceasefire text line i know you guys have got to have a bazillion stories around the best uh, flea market finds or flips But we've got more with Tony and Heather with Relic's Antique Marketplace of Tupelo coming up next.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. Trust Care has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better, faster. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. Pick it up or we'll deliver. And in one day or two, your house will be your favorite place to come home to. Fill one room or every room. With instant savings and 60 months no money down financing, the low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. I see a dirty face. 
Mississippi Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can watch Good Things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on your Roku or Amazon Fire TV devices or even YouTube. And if you have C Spire TV, you can get Super Talk TV on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. But if you're tuned in today, you'll see I'm not alone. I still have Tony and Heather Palmer. They are the owners of Relics Antique Marketplace of Tupelo, and they are celebrating four years strong, even through the pandemic Pandemic and on. Such a success story for a small business. And you guys have a pretty cool building there in Tupelo that I think many will recognize but may not maybe not realize has been repurposed. So where is your business located? It's at 248 South Green Street in Tupelo, Mississippi, um, just a couple of blocks off of the downtown area. Um, it originally was the Tupelo Garment Company, and our fun little claim to fame is that Gladys Presley actually worked in our building. That's pretty cool. It's a beautiful building, and you guys had the opportunity to take it over, but what kind of shape was it in? Now, do you own the building, or are you renting the building? We rent the building. You rent the building, yeah. but it wasn't, it was a shell, right, Tony, right. when y'all first, when a- y'all first got it? Absolutely was, yes. Kid, kids were skateboarding through, spray painting things on the walls, um, uh, uh, probably five years worth of dust everywhere so it, it was very um abstract when we we uh, <laughs> took the project on to say the least but could you see it could you see the vision yes and one, one thing we wanted to do we didn't want to have a a cookie cutter you know mall we wanted our vendors to kind of make their space their own so we we define the perimeters you know but we let them put their own walls up and do their own things and some of them get really creative and do like a little storefront um but we wanted it to be different and our our one thing that we decided was going to be our, our our i guess our business model is simple we we're going to treat everybody that walked in the door like friends or family and that's that's all we've done Customer service 101. Yep, absolutely. Yep. It works every time. Although, if you're not very nice to your friends or your family, <laughs> yeah. it probably, but you probably don't have many that hang around. So that's probably also would speak to, to the way that you would run, run a business. Okay. So this really came out of a passion for you guys. I mean, going back, let's go back now to four years ago. And it was just the two of you on weekends going and picking or doing flea markety mm-hmm. type things. What, what was sort of y'all's pastime with antiques or flea markets long before you had a thriving business? It, it actually might even go back a little further than that because this is something I enjoyed doing as a passion back home with my friends and family. Um, when I moved to Tupelo, t- Tony just was like, what do you like to do? And I said, flea markets. And I was just surprised that there were not very many. There were so few in our area. So the journey started, first of all, with wanting to find a space somewhere, but we ended up on a waiting list everywhere we went. So um, it was several months down the way, and we ended up at a little mall, not a little mall, a nice mall in Corinth, um, but that's about an hour from us, so it wasn't convenient. Um, it, gosh, it's just like one thing led to another. We started looking for a small space. The next thing you know, a, a dear friend of ours who actually owns the building said, hey, I have a small space I want you to look at. And unfortunately, it ended up being zoned uh, residential. It wasn't a commercial space that we could actually use. And he just mentioned, hey, what about this this big old building I got over here? And 
then the rest is sort yeah, of history. Yeah. So when you guys had your own, so when you were your just when you were just a vendor, not just mm-hmm. a vendor, yeah. but now you're a vendor mm-hmm. and you're yeah. sort of a the store owner. Um, what what was kind of your guys's niche? What what were y'all selling or offering? Well, he- Heather's favorites mid century model. I love mid century. She, she loves that. <laughs> um, and I I love like man cave stuff. You know, advertising, gas, oil, tobacco, beer, advertising. I I love that stuff. So we we both have our own booths at Relics. So, so how does this work? Do you guys guys then go out and pick i mean mm-hmm. is it just like off the show where you go maybe not as flashy or fancy as maybe uh, american pickers but again that's my limited yeah. knowledge <laughs> as to what you see on tv which is terrible for you know what's probably truth but do you guys go and find things and buy them from people or other stores mm-hmm. and then either spruce them up a little bit or just turn around and offer them i mean is that kind of how it works yeah for the most part and you know we we used to burn the burn the roads up now having a storefront we have have a lot of people come right. into the store and hey you know my, my unfortunately my my grandmother passed away you know we need to clean the house out mm-hmm. um we have people email us pictures of items for sale so now it's awesome because it comes to us we don't have to get out as much but if we're in any town just like today we were here in jackson you know going in some antique shops and we we love supporting other people um, just like we, you know, need that support. I never thought of it that way where antiquers go and look at the different antique shops and then you may never know how many times that thing that you ended up getting out of an antique shop has sort of been picked or moved or sort of yep. around. But that's cool, though. That's kind of part mm-hmm. of the neat story or the history sort of behind it. What do you think it is, you guys, that draws people sort of to... Is it just the fact that you never know what you're going to get that's kind of part of the lure to it? I mean, do people come in that are specific collectors? Is it, you know, I mean... Because I feel like we all have it in us that you just... You, you take your time in a in a flea market. I don't know what it is about it, but it sucks you in. Oh, yeah. There's There are people that come in looking for very specific things to add to their collections, or maybe they had pieces and something got broke. So that's, you know, that's always tough. But it's it all boils down to the the fun of the hunt. You know, they're all waiting. They're like, I could just order this online and pay however much, but it's so much more fun to give a shop for it. And then I guess, too, with your vendors, then they're going to have the story behind maybe how they found mm-hmm. it. And you just mm-hmm. sort of have that connection sort of sort of with it. And, you, again, it's like you never know what you're going to find. Okay, so I set the question, which you guys can still respond to on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. I want to know something you found at a flea market or an antique shop that got you excited. So what are some of the things that you guys have come across? And it doesn't have to be your favorite, but just, you know, that you were like, Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I think we, we've had a couple moments. You know, we, we've had like an item that was worth way more than anyone ever dreamed it would be. We, we had a piece of art that a lady came in and it, it was maybe $45. I'm not, it's been three years ago, but she said, this is a print of my favorite artist. And so she bought it. She was thrilled, very happy. She ended up taking it to an art curator in Columbus, I think it was, and it and when they took the back off of it, it was an original signed by that artist. <gasps> 
and it's they assigned a value of like ten thousand dollars for it. So value wise, you know that that was incredible. You know that that was in our store, undiscovered, forgotten about, if you will. And it's like we had a little piece of bringing that piece back to life. Do you know if she kept it or she I, sold it? Lost contact with her, but I imagine with her being a tremendous fan. She There's probably no kept way. it. There's no way she sold that. <laughs> There's and then, no way. No yeah. way. And then Heather's got some great stories of just sentimental things that's happened to you. Yeah, the 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 one that I recall the clearest. And again, it, it it wasn't the money about it at all. But a lady had come in. She seemed a little upset when she left, and we you know we're just like, is everything okay? And she said, I think you have a picture of my father upstairs who died during the war, and I never met him. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So she left. Um, and in the meantime, I'm contacting the vendor. What do you know about this? Do you know? No, we just picked it up at a sale somewhere. So they didn't have any background information. And this lady came back, and she surely had a photo. And it's the exact photo that, that was in this Army picture. And it was just touching that this is a f- picture of her father that she found in an our antique store, you know. And we were able to just give it to her. That, so. get, that makes little hairs on the it back does. of your neck kind of stand up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, daddy's really watching. <laughs> 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 when you walk in and sort of find. But, I mean, those are the kind of stories you can't really get mm-hmm. uh, from anywhere else. Mike from Corinth says, I collect fans looking for brass blade fans. And he sent some photos of fans he has he has found at different flea markets or antique yep. um, places, so you may have some fans in there for for Mike and Carl. Absolutely, since you're only about an hour away. They sell really well for us, so <laughs> that's cool. I mean, Mike, are you able to fix them up if they don't um, run or work, or do you just like collecting them? For the sake of collecting them, I'd be interested to to hear. I'm always interested why people are lured to things that don't work. I mean, you have to have. I mean, they're. I mean, that sounds terrible. <laughs> why would you want something that's broken? But I mean, if you have, if you're handy and you're able to do it, or maybe it's just sort of the, you know, the interest within the item um, of itself. Okay, Mike. Now, last question for you. I want to know your oldest brass blade fan that you have. Now, I'm very interested in Mike's collection um, of of old fans. What's the old? You know, the oldest thing that maybe you guys have either sold through relics or just Ooh. sort of come across yourself. We do have um, a religious book a guy just brought in yesterday that's from 1870, and it is in remarkable condition. Um, but as far as an item sold, ah, gosh, I couldn't. So I many I things. Could, yeah. I mean, even primitive so far back. Yeah. Joe and Meridian says you're stepping back in time, so take your time looking at all the things. I totally agree with that. We're going to take our time and have a little bit more time with Tony and Heather of Relics and Tupelo coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, showers and possible thunderstorms, low around 34. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, high near 42. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, with highs reaching only to the lower 40s. 
This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. Trust Care has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better, faster. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Gludstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is expected to announce today that the feds will start sending out 400 million N95 masks to distribution sites starting this week. Fox's Jill Nato has the details. Those masks will come from the Federal Strategic National Stockpile and get doled out through pharmacies and other community sites. The move comes days after the CDC updated its guidance urging Americans to use N95 or KN95 masks rather than loosely woven cloth masks. Aldi is planning to put a grocery store on the Mississippi coast. They're waiting for a distribution center in Mobile to be finished before they set an opening date, but a building permit for a $4 million worth of construction has been issued for the chain in Ocean Springs. A sister store is expected to open in Picayune this year. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. 
Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care, with many in rural areas having no access at all. Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners get the news that matters to mississippi on middays with gerard gibbert middays with gerard gibbert each weekday starting at 10 a.m gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about listen on your local super talk station or anywhere you get super talk mississippi and watch the show live on ceasefire channel 70 super talk tv and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. a lot of good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there's a ton of content on Super Talk Mississippi's YouTube channel, so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash, slash YouTube. Why is YouTube such a hard word to say? The YouTubes. <laughs> the YouTubes. And then subscribe. It's free. And then you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course, the good things. And if you've missed any of uh, Tony and Heather Palmer's uh, story today here on Good Things. You can find it later on YouTube or you can get it in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to Good Things there. But they are the owners of Relics Antique Marketplace of Tupelo. You guys are in the cool building off of, give us your um, street address again because folks are asking online. 248 South Green Street. And you also have a website as well, I think. Where Do you have a website? Or is it not up? I, well, there's a link off our Facebook page. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you. I was like, well, I was there earlier. <laughs> I think it's relicsmarketplace.com. <clears throat> Pretty sure. Yes, that is it. And if not, I'm I was all like, about links. <laughs> well, you guys have got some really cool apparel and things uh, and things there, which I saw your shirts, which mm-hmm. was, is the Sanford and Sons were the original pickers. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what a cute thing. And it is one person's trash is another man's treasure. And this isn't dumpster diving, but this is a little bit more strategic planning with with your finds. We did get some messages in, so I want to make sure we get those to you guys. Someone asked where would they take prints that are numbered that they got from their dad's house after he passed on? They looked on the internet, but they were pretty expensive, and they just they just need some direction on what to do with it. So, what would you tell them? We we have a friend that's a licensed appraiser that has an antique mall in Tupelo called Old South Antiques. So, I would have them call Randy at Old South Antiques, and uh, he he could help them out with that. 
There you go. And then James from Meridian says people should take their time, move slow. You enjoy our show. We appreciate that, uh, James, so much and for, for you listening. And, yes, I think that's the that's sort of the beauty. You can't rush yourself through an antique shop or flea market to do it right. It takes you back in time. Your mind starts to wonder and sort of create your own stories around the things that you, you know, you find. And I think that's part of the entire experience. I appreciate you guys say we don't care whether you leave with something or not just kind of come and take your take your mind off of whatever is going on and we also got word back from mike and corinth and his oldest brass blade fan was 1913 to 1914 you said you guys have some vendors there at relics that are also flippers you aren't flippers yourself but you have some vendors who do that Uh, what's some some cool repurposed things you guys have there for for sale um, gosh, we have one vendor that does great and magical things with old audio equipment, old stereos. Um, gosh, he makes lights out of things. Um, We've got a vendor that, that makes jewelry out of guitar strings. You who know, was a we, guest on Good Things oh, last awesome. week, yeah. Miss Wendy. Yep. Shout out to her. She yep. String Things Designs, which is so cool how it all came full circle mm-hmm. in that respect. You mentioned someone turning something out of old lights. Yes. Uh, t- Ted's one of, one of my favorites there. He he makes some of the most incredible light fixtures out of antique pieces, you know, that's been forgotten. And I think for, for both Heather and I, we've talked a, a hundred times. The thing that we enjoy the most is we can take an item that has been forgotten. You know, it's been kind of tossed aside and we you know, we help give it a new home, give it a new life, and and kind of resurrect that item. And that, and we get a great deal of satisfaction from that. And I think the cool part with antiques is they're not making more of them, right? right? And so when you go into someone's home, now you have, you, we all have the family member whose house is uh, head to toe and like really pristine antiques. And that's a completely different kind of sort of feel with furniture and all that. You're terrified to um, um, put anything on them or touch them. Growing up, we had hard rock maple. And which was antique, and um, my great aunt would f- shoo at you if you tried to put your glass down or <laughs> pretty much touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm kind of scarred as a kid, but um, but but that is some of that. But the other things are just the different sort of trinkets or things at that time that people would decorate or pass mm-hmm. down. But now you can find in these unique shops, and you know, it's not just us regular everyday people who like antiques. Everybody does. So I, I imagine you guys have had some interesting folks come through. Relic's door. Who are who are some that have kind of left you like in? Oh, look who showed up! You know, um, Paul, Paul Thorne is one of my favorites. You know, he's he's such a down to earth, laid back guy, and he's a brilliant artist. You know, a lot of people know him for his music, but he's a just an amazing artist. So he likes to come through and find small items, you know, that he can use in in that artistic work. So he's probably one of my favorites because he's just such a nice guy too. Um, and notably, we had Billy Corgan stop in our store from the Smashing Pumpkins, so that was very interesting. So two cool artists from very different genres, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but everybody loves a good find. Okay, Rhino, you've been quiet today on Good Things, but you are from Tupelo. But you also just posted on the Good Things Facebook group about a cool flea market find or flip that you had. What's that? Oh yeah, growing up, uh, my younger brother and I played on an old school Nintendo, an NES, the original one that you put it in and pushed it down and and closed the little door on it. And if it didn't work, you took it out and blew on it and then put it back Mm -hmm. in, that kind of stuff. 
And then when we graduated from that, we got a Sega Genesis. We didn't get the Super Nintendo that was the next step for the NES. And growing up, the only way we could play on a Super Nintendo was to go over to friends' houses for like a sleepover to hang out in the afternoon after school. So just never had a Super Nintendo, never experienced some of the games that were only available on Super Nintendo until I became an adult and went to a flea market and I'm walking by and there's this Super Nintendo in really good condition for 40 bucks. And I go, well, I have 40 bucks. <laughs> I could play that for a couple hours and it'd be well worth it. And I still have it. It's actually, it was one of the first things I packed up. Pretty cool. That's awesome. That Very is cool. awesome, which now you could probably turn around and sell and get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, make and, money. <laughs> and make money off of it. You know, it's so interesting, those things that you do. It's like, and either you're one or two two types of person. You have something that you obviously were fixing to get rid of. And then the moment you realize it's worth something, you now have this, like, decision. It's like, well, I want to keep it if somebody else wants. It's like this weird, I don't want to let it go now that it's a value, but then... I kind of want the value, and then it's like this weird sort of tug of war. Have y'all ever come across something you said, nope, not doing it, not putting it in the vendor shop, this is going home with the Palmers? Oh, my gosh, all the time. It's yes. it's hilarious. It's almost a joke because it'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to keep this forever. I'm going to add this to my collection. And then three weeks later, it's in the booth, and I'm like, I thought you were going to keep that. No, okay, I'm, I found something else. I'm ready to move on and let, let it go. somebody else enjoy it, you know, <laughs> after I've had my fun. Oh, you have bills to pay is <laughs> yes. what you're telling me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I know where that's coming from. Okay, so in your personal collection, what are some of the things that stand out for you guys? Um, I, I have an affinity for kind of mid-century glassware that has the 24 karat plating on it i love culver um th- that's kind of my niche amber glass um I, they just bring me bring me a smile so <laughs> we we've got a custom couch we found in missouri picking that was made in 1952 and it you know we i don't know how we even made it home with that we were not prepared to buy a couch but we did and it didn't rain so we got very lucky there and then also a hibachi table with all the chairs that's probably how would you say that was? Oh, God, i have no idea but it's just it's in our living room you know we love it so our house is just totally we have a mid-century home and it's full of mid-century type stuff pretty cool okay if we want to make a trip to tupelo or we're listening in that area and we want to come by what are your store hours and then any fun events you guys have coming up for people to put on their calendar um we are open seven days a week 362 days a year so you can come to our shop monday through saturday 10 to 6 or 12 to 6 on sundays we are closed easter thanksgiving and christmas do you all have any fun um, events to look forward to? You know, we do the plain air markets when it warms up a little bit uh, where our vendors set up outside. And we've been known to have a musician sit out there and play some music uh, here and there. Um, we do a great Christmas open house. And then our, our big event we just had is our, our anniversary slash birthday. We do it January 1st. It's the one day that we do require everyone to have some kind of sale. So every single booth has markdowns or so you know percentage off and it's our by far our biggest day of the year we'll have a spring open house coming up we just don't have dates set yet for it so and you also mentioned to those who kind of like uh to flip that you may have some fun things coming up potentially in the spring as well around yes. that um we have had a gentleman approach us about doing kind of our take on a flea market flip 
um, that we're really excited about putting into motion. So need, need to iron out some details, but looks like we'll be doing that this spring as well. Well, there's a lot to keep up with. And if we want to keep up with you, you have a growing uh, social media presence. You're like 10 or 11,000 strong, which means people are enjoying what you're doing. But where do we find you? Facebook, Instagram, um, the webs, the famous website we didn't know about. Relics Marketplace. <laughs> I was like, yep, RelicsMarketplace.com. You can shop there, get t-shirts there. Yeah. There's all kinds of fun stuff there. Y'all should check it out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for making Thank the trip down us. here. I hope you find something fun as you antique your way back, uh, back to Tupelo. We look forward to keeping up with you guys, too. Thank you so Thank much, you. Rebecca. All righty, you guys stick with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next. that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Start off the new year with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com with zero down. Pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new Lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right. A lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Dream, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, March cotton was up 287 to 123.95. May cotton was up 274 to 120.45. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 30 cents, 13.91 and a quarter bushel. May soybeans drove 29 and three quarters to 14 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up 11 cents to 6.10 and a half per bushel. May corn was up 11 cents to 6.11 per bushel. 
At the Mercantile, April live cattle is up a dollar fifty to one forty three thirty five. June live cattle is up a dollar forty to one thirty eight forty seven. March feeders up twenty to one sixty five sixty two. April feeders up forty seven to one seventy oh five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down one hundred sixty seven points, thirty five thousand two oh one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you own or run a small business, can customers find you or find your business online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. And I think that's a good thing. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. You can call 601 601- 991-2305 or you can go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. And we've had so much fun today talking about antiquing and all the different flea markets across the state. Uh, Melman Clayton says sounds like Hattiesburg's uh, lucky rabbit. Yep, you got the largest one in the state in terms of flea markets here in central Mississippi and Flowood. Don't forget about the 100-mile um, yard sale, which is basically a flea market uh, through Tishomingo sort of area that happens, I think, once a year. It's not open sort of all the time. Um, But no matter where you are in the state, there is an antique shop in your community somewhere. And you all have the auntie or the grandma or that person, and maybe it's you and your family that keeps up with it, stops in regularly, really likes to find the antique things for us. In our family, it's my mother-in-law, and she leans towards furniture. She will have five things of the same thing in her in her home. If it's if it, somebody's going to want it, is what she'll say. But her thing's more going to um, estate sales, which is kind of the same thing, but not. And finding it sort of that way. Well, but, that's kind of the uh, the first step in the journey for a lot of the antique <clears throat> goods you see at antique stores is. You have an estate sale where 
either someone's passed or someone's moved into a home or someone's downsizing their home or any number of reasons why you would have an estate sale. It's not just when someone passes. But you you have these these things that people are getting rid of. Someone picks it up, either takes it home and keeps it for a few years or takes it to an antique store and sells it to them and makes a little bit of profit. And then, boom, now it's in this whole ecosystem. Yes, I love the idea that the person buying it may turn around and take it somewhere else and sell it. And then you just don't know how many lives this sort of thing um, has had. Jason said, I bought a bunch of old Transformers toys and such from flea markets. Matter of fact, most of my move from Mississippi to Arizona was financed by selling some of those to um, to collectors. But you have to have a nick, like a knack for that. You can't like I know um, when eBay became a thing, which is kind of a little bit different now. But when eBay was first eBay. And then even still, there are online companies where women with certain eyes will go into resale shops and find, like, legit vintage clothing, like the kind that, you know, looks good on those type of people. It's not me, but <laughs> but they can have an eye to sort of find what it is and then turn around and resell it for mega money. I mean, mega money compared to what you would pay for it in a, you know, goods, goodwill or sort of resale shop because they know – like how to find it or what to what to look for or or if nothing else, they know how to present it to you in a in a more attractive way that makes you assume it's worth 50 bucks versus five bucks. And boom, an, incom- an entire business has been created and established, which I think is kind of kind of neat. Same with like the different games and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, the. The Super, I bought the Super Nintendo at a place that is it, it, the flea market's open every weekend, and he's there every weekend. And it was just one of those where I went to the flea market with some friends to kill time, and I'm walking by and I'm going, "Oh, this is cool! I remember all this. Wait, that's a Super Nintendo, and it it, it looks good. It, it's clean, and all the wires aren't frayed. And does that say forty bucks? I got forty bucks." I can do I can do it. This I can do. <laughs> Which you were right. If I wanted to part with it, I was just looking it up in good condition. They can go for over a hundred and twenty bucks online. So you have ma- you would have made your your money back, um, plus a little bit. I find another one for forty bucks. Yeah, I'm getting rid of that one. We'll, I was, a well no, I was just going to say, look, I got, I'll, I'll give you forty five. <laughs> I've got two kids at home that would love to play uh, a good old good old Nintendo. Carl says, "Ventures to cast iron skillets and pots. Found one last week. Um, it's made by Wagner between 1890 and 1900. I paid $15 for it. It's worth um, 100 bucks." Tammy says, "I took a dry sink, dry sink and I turned it into an entertainment um, center." Okay, I had to think about what a dry sink is. I was thinking, "You took a sink and made it into a what?" <laughs> <laughs> but if you have that eye, you know, when and when you watch a lot of these um, flips, house flips or whatever, they have that eye and they're finding things for $15 and making it look like 1500 in homes. But they also have carpenter skills and all sorts of the other things. Okay, this was a lot of fun. You guys, the conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. Um, but stick with us. you got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you right back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
Mississippi Media Production.